Bazalwane Sian Bingelela Exeninamchange. We would like to greet all the brethren this morning. Sia Jabula Ugunbona, Sia Jabula Ukushala, Ukutola Lenkonso, Ganyanani. We are so happy, our hearts are full of joy to see all the brethren gathering together as they are going to listen to the service with us. You know, these days I thought to myself, if someone is a believer, it is like he lives in a desert. Yes, God's word is on the one hand, through his Holy Spirit, a fire. But at the same time, this is only God's word that can do it. It's both a fire and it's the water of life in a desert. Because because truly this world is a desert for the believer. It's got nothing to offer us that will bring life to us. Whatever it offers to you, whether it's fashions, whether it's music, it's just a desert and it doesn't feed your soul and it doesn't bring you and me one inch closer to heaven. And I believe that we have the same wish that we might drink in this living water today. And I trust that you came here this morning with a thirst for the living water of God. That will quench the thirst of our souls. And if you're not aware of the fact that we're living in a desert and that we need the word of God to stay alive, then you don't know you're not on the right way. We trust that the Lord would give us the living waters today. There's just an announcement. And that is, uh, don't forget about the pastor's conference that's coming closer. From the 6th to the 8th of March. Uh,
and they are invitation please invite everybody that you know who is our preachers or lay preachers or pastors niyacelwa bazolwana ukuba nimeme bonke nibaziyo abahambisa ivangeli abangabashumayeli beindaba ezinhle and if you need any written invitations to send to anybody you can get it from reception so please remember to invite people to the conference many people are out this weekend for special uh, services and aquila projects Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you, Lord, for this culture that we have in our country, that Sundays are days to attend church. We know many countries, many nations do not have this culture. But we thank you that we have it and that we can meet under your word. Bless your servant that must carry the message from you to us. Give him the grace to communicate what is on your heart for us. And as the Apostle Paul says, give him the liberty and the freedom to express whatever is on your heart. Bless everything that will be done. The message in song and the reading of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's 
elokala les Germany likuluma goguti lo estezo stalwe ni wachi pega ngenzagonke kubegusha ngingu alpha no omega okala no tina ngakoge opuza amanze nyagumnigeza ona yomnigeza ona ngesi ngakoge agezo ngumundo mileyo kulomtombo okamga estalwe nisobkosi ngoba uzo tola amanzi amate amanzi okpila akamga kiena uchesu krestu elesibili ngelesungisi la sikuluma kona nguti siyahamba ezindabeni ema kumeni na sematafeni sifuna izi mvezi latlegileyo ezdugileyo sifunela kubazbuyele esbayeni esomelusi ongu jesu krestu sitimabeze ngoba balindelwe sibabaza ukosi buka nkulu nkulu siyaba mema bonka bandu tibeze globu ukosi buka nkulu nkulu na sibkeni obu ushe buka nkulu nkulu ngoba ngampela batugila bandu batinga ifangeli kuti basindi iswe ngasosonke iskati sinumbigo estumiona njenge sebenze zika nkulu nkulu basambe sibabu yesele kusona isbaya estika jesu krestu Melusi, the German song is taken out of Revelations, where it speaks of the one sitting on the throne, saying, Behold, I make all things new. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Whoever thirsts, let him come to the water and drink of the spring, the well of the water of life. And the Zulu song, we sing, I was ignorant, I didn't know of the beauty of your heaven. I was just living in my sin, having my eyes blinded to the fact but you have prepared the life through your salvation that we can come to you and be re- renewed and be partakers of your kingdom and long for the time to be with the Lord and to praise him eternally. Can the heavy eyes of God bring an interest in? 
Call up. Uh... 
We greet you this morning, brethren. We thank God for opportunities such as these. We thank the Lord Jesus who has the answer to every question that a man may ever have. He has all those answers. He who is seated on the throne who says, I make all things new. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. And even though you thirsted and you have that thirst, but he can quench that thirst by you getting to know him and through knowing him, that thirst is quenched. 
The heartbreaking thing is that sometimes you suffer unnecessarily. Take, for example, Jonah, who had been sent with a living message to go to a lost people, but he chose to go into that ship and eventually got to the point where he chose to rather die than to be obedient to God and to take the message to those people who are in such great need. Can you imagine that a person's heart can become so hard that they rebel against God to such an extent that they prefer death, they prefer to drown in the ocean rather than to be obedient to God and to take that message that he had sent them with? There was nobody who was a preacher like Jonah who could preach once to people and a whole people, a whole nation got converted and repented with that message that God had given Noah, but oh, how stubborn he was and how unwilling to take that message. Those people that he was sent to were people who didn't know God. They didn't know him at all. They were just idol worshippers, heathen, with no knowledge of God. But when they heard the word of God, they recognized that it's God speaking and they repented in dust and ashes and sackcloth. But the one who had been sent, he was the one who was rebellious towards God. He was the one who was despising God. <laughs> Now, let me ask you a personal question. You have not yet 
come to God and given your life to God, what kind of a language has to be spoken? How must the message reach you until you get to that point where you say, now I give my life to the Lord? Now, you're in the service, but you haven't taken a step to draw nigh unto God, saying, I hear, I recognize, God is speaking to me. Kubula, abafundi bengosi, be pagato loan, le bese skeping, wasugi moya, babo no guti basse fein, ogwagum nant, guti leso skepe, wagukonu jesu, elele, ekatele. Now I remember the disciples of the Lord there in the boat on the sea when that storm arose and the waves buffeted the ship and the wind was against it and it looked like they were going to be swamped with those waves. But the wonderful thing was that Jesus was in that boat. He was lying fast asleep. Svaling, Sisolwande, Uwesaki skepe, Nzambe nami ngwesami skepe, Kotu mbuzo mkulu, Kulesi skepe, Glolo hambe ngulhambayo, Ngabu chesu kona na. Now we are many, we are in that boat, and there's a storm. But let me ask you, is Jesus in your boat? Angeges kotisane, kulenzele si hambayo, kulalu hambe silu hambayo, ikoni imbi, ialwa, futisoba ala limbi, imbi okanya, ilwa nubuminyama. Ubuminyama, bulwa nukanya. Let us not deceive ourselves. On this way in which we find ourselves, there is a battle. There is a battle between light and darkness, and darkness and light. And from the morning when we wake up, Till the moment we put our head on our pillow and we go to sleep. We are involved in that battle. I don't know if you realize it. And if you haven't realized it, I don't know if you'll ever realize it. Epa iperilingwa jine sambulo. Sifunda impi. Ea iparatika mikaeli. Notrako mtala inyogendalu satan. In Revelations we read about that war between the angel Michael and the dragon. There was war in heaven. We read about heaven as a wonderful place of peace. Of, it's an amazing place where there's uh, 
inexpressible peace and joy. But in that wonderful place, we hear of something that's unthinkable, that war arose in heaven. And that's where sin had its origin and rebellion because heaven couldn't tolerate somebody like Satan in their midst. Usatane watato aposom sabeni watuanako uemsaba gobongjenga loke zulu nagna wamgelega watata lomsuswe itumo lomsuswe piti piti waposolapem sabeni. And so this one who caused all that chaos in heaven was cast out and said, you cannot stay here. And he was cast upon the earth. Now you see what's happening on the earth. And you see what's been happening on earth since that time. And how evil has been on the increase. And you can see the way things are going. That Satan realizes his time is short. And he is doing his utmost to deceive everyone. The Bible puts it clearly that our battle and our uh, wrestling is not with flesh and blood. But there is this battle in the heavenly realm between light and darkness. Satan and Satan was not satisfied with what he had been given and what had been entrusted to him. He was jealous uh, and he was envious and he wanted more than what he was given. And even that which he was given, it was a gift, but he took it as his own and he wanted everything. Satan 
And it may be amongst us here, young and old, you do not realize the privilege you have of being under God's word, of being protected by God's word, by being in the company and the fellowship of the brethren and being protected by that. You want to go out. You want to go somewhere else. You want to, as a young person, maybe go and have a nice time. You want to go and enjoy yourself in all your desires that you have. And you take your parents that are putting boundaries there to you that is if they're just keeping you in prison. They are restricting you from your freedom. And then questions. Why? Why this? Why that? Why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? Why must we dress like this? Why can't we dress like that? And then you say, why can't I listen to this music? I, I'm enjoying this music and there are boundaries and restrictions and you feel as if you are being oppressed. In the meantime, you are being helped. And then you'll be a two-face. You'll be a hypocrite. You'll put on a show outwardly as if everything is fine. You're a child of the Lord. In the meantime, your heart is as black as pitch. You're evil. There's sin reigning in your heart. And then, with this war between light and darkness, it will become evident who is victorious, who is the most powerful in this war between light and darkness. Could you ever imagine? that things would get to the state that they are in in the world at the moment, with the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, that that is the prime thing that keep people from the knowledge of God. Although, Although, 
Although there's nothing new on the face of the earth, there's no new sin that has come, but the way in which it has been poured out and the way that it's really taken over and to the extent that it's committed, it's like it's as if it's been never never been like that before. Let us remind ourselves that sin separates one from God. Now, there are people that hold it against Kosizabantu mission and they actually fight against us due to the fact that we always preach about sin, they say. Now, what else should we preach about if sin is as rife as it is? With sin, as rife as it is, amongst the youth, amongst the adults, and what, it's almost as if there's going to be nobody that will be saved. It's so bad. Today, you cannot even trust a father alone with his daughter. Can you imagine such disgrace? Have you ever heard about something like that before? Have you ever seen something like that before? Baba, that a person is so ruled by sin, a father, that you cannot even trust him alone with his own daughter. I'm not even mentioning one young person with another young person. I'm just speaking about a parent with a child. That sin has taken over to such an extent. There is so much darkness that people fail to distinguish between good and evil that they commit the most horrific sins. It's pity, Pete. It's a talegizuluin. Waposolo satanele msabin. Now, 
ukuthi khona into enje yenzakalayo tholakala ukuthi yenzeka so satan with all his chaos was cast out of heaven upon the earth and then he brought his chaos to earth where there are things happening that you cannot believe that something like that is possible but when you go into it you find it's actually true makhulu nangokuthembeka indawo ebanzi kabi leyo indawo ehlonipheke kabi leyo isenzo ehlonipekile somuntu othembekile if you speak about faithfulness and you analyze faithfulness it is a wonderful thing it's a wonderful quality that you find in a person faithfulness bambalo bayincosana abantu abathembekile ongabathola kulesi sikhathi samanje and in the time in which you live they are few and far in between ingoba abantu abamesisabo uNkulunkulu benza noma yini bayiphilela impilo yabo because people have lost the fear of god and they do whatever they like lempi kasathane isekhona namanje ingane phambane nabazali bayo kube ifashini nje ukuthi ingane ifuna ukwenza intando yayo bekhona abazali and that war with light and darkness of satan that exists now and where you find that a child will go against his parents and where it's become the fashion that a child must do their own thing and rebel against their parents tolawo khona abantu abasha shisigazi bawonta amalukhuni abalalela abazali babo baya baphendule umama babo no baba babo bafuna phethi igama labo bayehluleka ukuyithoba kulokho abakutshela abazali babo and it's the fashion that children backchat their parents and they stiffen their necks they are stiff necked and they want their word to be the last word against their parents angazi uhlezi lapha wena utholakala uwumuntu onjani uyingane njani uwumuntu omusho njani ngoba kunandaba ukudusa omusha wena uyithineja wena ukuthi wena sefuna ukudelela abazali bakho sekumele uphile ngendlela othanda ngayo mabazali bakho besaphila wena ufanele umelwe ukubathobela nokubalalela lisho njani ibhayibheli i don't know what kind of a young person you are as you are here this morning because doesn't matter what your age is maybe you're a teenager and now you think well you know i'm old enough now i can be independent no as long as you're a child and as long as your parents are alive you've got to submit to your parents and obey them angilandaba ukuthi wena ufundele iphi iclass uma wakho nobaba ngoba ufundele ibona iclass angilandaba lo ukuthi wena noma ngaba uprofessor kodwa ma usena umzali wakho thobela umzali wakho ungayishaya wena owazi kancono abazali bakho buyizi tupit i don't care what grade you have reached to what level of education maybe your parents are uneducated you may even be a professor but if you've got a parent and in your relationship with your parent you cannot make to them as if you know better than them you've got to submit to them 
inyama no moya. The flesh and the spirit. Funelas bonelas is in do as in Billy. Ibu pong mobile. Ibu poxisayo. Inyama no moya. Which of these is victorious? And which of these helps you? The flesh or the spirit? And that is where the great battle arises because the flesh makes war against the spirit. Let's open God's word to the letter to the Romans, chapter 6. Maybe God will help us that we are so confused by, the, by, by Satan. What is the answer to that? And there is an answer. From verse 1. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know? that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were buried, therefore, by him, by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, by the glory of the Father, we too may walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For the one who has died has been set free from sin. For the one who has died has been set free from sin. If we are united with Christ, there is something that happens. As it says there in Corinthians, that all the old has passed away, the new has come. Now, 
Obokala kumele ukuba sazane nalomkhululi nalomsindisi. Brethren, here is the crux of the matter. We've got to get to know this savior. Uyamazini lomsindisi na. Do you know this savior? Uyamazini lo Kristu na. Do you know this Christ? Uyayazini lempendulo eqeda yonke imbuzo nayo. Do you know the answer that finishes all the questions you have? Uma umazi, umazi kanjani kwenzakaleni empilweni yakho na. And if you know him, in what manner do you know him? Akwazi ukuthi ungazana naye ngenzeke lutho kuwe. It cannot be that you know him and nothing happens in your life. Akwazi ukuhlangana naye ngabe kushintsha kuwe. You cannot meet with him and there's no change, no difference. Lokho ngithi qha akunakwenzeka ngoba abakuKristu Jesu bahlangene lokuphila lokuphila kuyacaca kuyabonakala empilweni yabantu abanjalo. I say that's an impossibility because those who know Christ have received life and that life is evident to everyone who sees them. Nomu ngakakhulumi uzobona ukuthi ikholwa leli bonakala isimo sakhe bonakala indlela yakhe kubonakala inkambo yakhe umntwana kaNkulunkulu lo akangabazisi ngalutho. Everybody who sees you will see this is a child of God there is absolutely no doubt about it. And part of myself and I, I'm not even referring to it when he starts speaking. When that person speaks, so even if that person doesn't say anything, you'll just see it. And, and then when he speaks, his tongue will utter that which is worthy of a child of God. Now let's ask the question. Since you have met with Jesus, what has happened in your life? Have you been set free from lies? Or do you still tell lies? Have you been delivered from that evil, lustful eye? If that hasn't happened yet, you haven't even begun with the A of, of Christianity. Here, is the answer. Here is Jesus in the boat. Here is the one who's the Alpha and the Omega, the answer to everything. When you are delivered from sin, you are satisfied. And when you are helped and when you are sanctified, then sin comes to an end because you are being 
brought closer to the holiness of God. Now here we are asked a question in this chapter. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Now you can ask this question to two types of people. And may be asked of the one or by the one who wants to know more of God. And where somebody wants to live for the Lord and he wants to know how does the way continue? We are Wazumbonjalo, we are Wazum Kalimum Sis on Jalo, Uguza Konde, in Zela Yokolwa, Ihanjwaranjani, Makamurum Jangaloku, Umak Vigaranjani, Umtuanangulungulu, Us Agasuganganganani, Nalenguatis, Rangulungulu, Elina Maz, Rangulungulu, Asikezayo, Is Rangulunguli, Sikezo, Tesonozit. And such a person is somebody whom you can help. You can advise and direct them and say, be careful of this. Watch out for that if you want to overcome. And such a person never separates from the word of God which brings life. And I believe there are many such among who love this way, that want to walk the walk of faith, who love the Lord Jesus, who and people who have the question if I meet up with this how should I react because I want to react in the right way here what way must I take between these two ways because I want to serve the Lord I love such people and may such people increase <coughs> excuse me those who are determined to serve the Lord and walk with the Lord and I don't just direct that at the youth, but at everyone. Blessed is the one who's got such questions, who wants to grow in the faith and go forward with the Lord. You get people that grow up not learning to ask and request. They just do their own thing. 
They just go and take for themselves. They don't know how to go to the parent and say, may I please have this? May I please do that? They just do it out of themselves. And children, they just go and open the fridge and help themselves to whatever is in the fridge. And you ask, but why don't you ask? Well, you know, it's there, so it's free to be taken. No, ask first. To ask has never hurt anyone. And on the contrary, if you ask and you request, it shows how well you've been brought up and what kind of a family you come from. Even if you feel you've got a right to it, ask nevertheless, and you'll see how that will help you in your future. And then you have other people in the congregation who may have this question, but they want the word of God to, so to say, be like their nurse, to be that which will protect them at all times. Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? People that use the word of God to actually justify them in their sin where they say, well, you know, the word of God offers me grace and I can go and confess my sin afterwards and I'll receive forgiveness. So I don't have to be so careful or watch out so much for sin. And where a prince says, well, you know, if I've sinned, I'll just go and confess it and I'll receive forgiveness. If that is your attitude, you have not yet met up with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You have not yet met up with the Lord Jesus. We cannot take the grace of God flippantly and play around with it. Some people take the grace of God to be cheap. And they say, well, I can just go again 
and confess that sin again. And but God's word says, by no means, how can we who died to sin still live in it? In other words, if I've lived in the flesh and then I've received the grace of God and I've received forgiveness, I cannot make that grace to be cheap. It's something dear. Where's our now book on my computer? Like somebody who's on their computer and then they say, well, you know, I was on this site and then there was something that drew my attention and I decided, oh, I'm curious, I just quickly want to go and look at that and then you go and look at that, and you fall into sin, you look at what you shouldn't be looking at, and then you say, well, I'll just confess it again, you know. I've, it was a mistake, I'll just confess it. You are making the grace of God to be of no effect. All of us love to be forgiven. The Bible says, if we have sinned, we have an advocate, the Lord Jesus Christ, who intercedes for us before God the Father. But that doesn't mean because you've got an advocate you can play around with sin. You can just easily sin. Oh, I'll go to my advocate. Oh, I've sinned again. I'll go to my advocate. No. Once he's pointed out that sin to you, you ought to repent from that sin. You ought to forsake that sin. No must penduga bagit. No must penduga zonunzetu. Spenduga ngeyembezi. Ikumili tiziyo. Uzum shungu ngesono senzile. Ay wano yagum lungsi sushega ushegi shaya. And when you repent, you repent with tears, with a broken heart, because you you are you regret and you have remorse over your sin. Not like the one who just goes with a smile on his face and goes and confesses it to his uh, to with somebody. Such a person, it's no wonder that you are as you are. Kambang Mangalis, Ufumiso Nam Sanje, Sasa Ekoloko foot, Usumanam Sanje, Angam Gek, Uswile in it, Alan of Songo, Balesison, Opila Usona. Today you confess that sin, tomorrow you go back to it, and you go and confess it again. Have you ever had remorse over that sin? In Nyama. 
ibe ngapezu wako. Ikoni njela, ukonu moya, esangene na masangana nao, siakishwa, ula mande sonu. Why does the flesh have power over you and authority in your life? Because if we meet up with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God delivers us from that sin. The grace of God saves us that we do not go back to our sin, but that we live for God. I don't know how you live and how you walk. Unamandla and the grace of God is powerful and the Lord is awaiting us to come to him but where you would have remorse where your heart is broken over your sin where you feel ashamed of yourself we say how could I Ever do something like that? And when you come to the Lord with a broken heart in that manner, you receive grace, mercy, forgiveness, and then those are the boundaries that keep you from going back to that sin. We say, how can I commit that sin and sin in such a way against my Lord? And when that temptation beckons you and says, do this, and you are enticed, and you are drawn, that you say, how can I, when Jesus has given his last drop of blood for me, after the Lord has done so much for me, after he has forgiven me so much, how can I ever go back to that sin again? If we have died together with him, if we've been united with him, then we have also been raised together with him in newness of life. And then how can we easily go back and fall back into sin again, as I've said? The death of Christ has destroyed sin, the power of sin. The death of Christ has destroyed the power of sin so that sin may not reign over us. Bonga 
And all those who have believed on the Lord Jesus have been united together with him in his life. Sin brings about death. Sin brings about enmity. It separates us from that which belongs to heaven. And it separates us from having fellowship with God where you have that fellowship with him in prayer and you're before him and you realize the Lord hears my prayer and he's going to answer it. Let me ask you, child of God, do you have that fellowship with the Lord Jesus? How one are you with him? When do you speak with him? And how do you hear him? You get some who don't even read the Bible. Doesn't even pray. When I say he doesn't pray, perhaps he may pray for his food. Or he, or he doesn't even pray for his food. How much time do you have for the one who died for you on Calvary on the cross? How much time do you give him? How much time do you spend with him in prayer where you pray to him and you feel that connection and you feel that fellowship and you know that as I've prayed, he's heard me and he'll answer me. And you get people that have no time for the Lord. Instead, they've got plenty of time for their own conversation and their own chatting, and they speak non-stop from morning till night. But if you want to measure or count how many valuable words have they spoken that were a building, maybe there would be two or three amongst those. And the Bible says we'll have to give an account of every word, every idle word we have spoken. Bonga bakholwa uchesu, bashanganisiwe na ekfemi, 
All those who have been united with him in a death like this, like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We need to have that fellowship with the Lord Jesus on a daily basis. There should never be an interruption of this fellowship. And whenever there is an interruption, you don't have to doubt. Sin has come in. Nani ngandaskol. Ema tometrizen kulumandabazin. Nikotani. Nikulumangoga ches. Nikulumangandaba kayavant. No manikulumindaba. Ezba lashayaband ezba kritayo. Abangatol bangazuzilu to enkulumane kulumile. You in the hostel, you school children. What do you talk about on a daily basis when you're in your dormitories? Are you speaking about things that are a building or what are you talking about? There are people that are very up to date and very knowledgeable about world affairs. They can tell you and give you the latest update of all the events in the world. But when it comes to the word of God, then they don't know anything. They can't say anything about it. They can give you the name even of the Minister of Electricity and they are updated on that. They know everything about it. But the Word of God, they don't know anything. They can't say anything about it. They can't share about it. The and if you haven't started there, that's where you must begin. That that old is taken and it is thrown in the deepest end of the sea. The old must pass away and the new must come because we have been born again. It must be seen by the life that we live. 
that the old has disappeared. I saw, I saw Pilgrim Pilgrim Amanga. I don't, I don't live a life of lies, but of truth. I don't live a life of gossiping about others, talking about them in their absence when they're not there. The old is gone. The old is gone. Jealousy is gone. Following after women with more eyes, that's gone. Sending messages and uh, all sorts of WhatsApp and other kind of messages, that's gone. And living that kind of life, looking at pictures of naked people, naked women, all of that is gone. But now when I wake up in the morning, now there's a new attitude. There is this attitude of, Lord, what do you have for me for this day? What is your will for me? Lord, help me this day that I may know your will, that I may be obedient to you wherever you send me. And where you no longer live according to the flesh, your own will, by the what you see with your eyes, but you've got that desire and that willingness to be sent by God. And where the old has been replaced, by that which is new. And where God's word says, where the old was, grace has abounded. Is it like that in your life? And that answer is available to you. That answer is there in God's word. And it's there for you who don't want to live according to the flesh, but that want to live according to the Spirit of God and serve God. And may we know what to do when we go out of here. If you know that you are falling short, if you know there's something lacking in your life, that you know what you have to do about it. In closing, 
someone whom I advised and said that he must die to sin. And then he said, please explain to me, how does one die to sin? Because he doesn't understand, how do you die to sin? And then I had to explain to him in detail and eventually say thank you. It's amazing that a person can be a so-called Christian, a believer, but doesn't understand what it means to die to sin. And maybe you, child of God, also do not know what it means to die to sin. Because still sin is well and alive in you. It hasn't yet been crucified together with Christ. It rules in your life. Instead of Jesus reigning in your life, it is sin, and yet you call yourself a child of God. And then I had to explain it to him uh, using... A snake is an example. I said, you know, if you strike a snake on its head, it's, it dies. But if you strike its tail, it doesn't. And he said, is that so? And I said, yes. He said, is, is there any more questions? Should I use another example? I said, let's take an example of a tree. If you want to get rid of that tree, then it dies completely. If you just chop off the branches, it will grow again. And I said, it's like that with sin. Unless you get rid of that sin and you uproot it completely, it will always continue to trouble you. And then you say, well, you know, I want to confess my sin. I've got stubbornness. I tell lies. This and that and the next one. Why don't you explain it and say, you know, I'm troubled by stubbornness. This is what happened. And this is how this stubbornness is showing itself. And this is what are the lies I told. And this is why I've got a grudge. Why don't you explain it? Because 
You will never be delivered from that sin unless you expose it exactly as it is. And that's how and why God could send revival to that small group of people who sought God for revival. It was when they started to confess their sin exactly as it was. David didn't confess his sin and blame it on the devil and say, you know what, the devil tempted me and he got me to look at that woman and then eventually I slept with her. No, he didn't do it like that. The prodigal son didn't come back to his father and say, Father, you know what? The devil deceived me. He got me to ask for my inheritance, and that's why I left. Do you get the answer? Do you get the answer to why you say you've repented? You say you've died to sin, but it's not the case. Why it is like that? Often, someone will tell you, you know, I'm troubled by lust. And I say, now, how is it troubling you? I've got bad dreams. But you don't explain your dream what you've dreamt. Now, at, I'm at the pulpit and I speak the truth. Uh, I looked at the computer and there were some bad pictures. No, you haven't yet got rid of the root of that sin. David said, I confessed my sin and the Lord forgave me. I don't know, though some people say there are pages from the Bible that have to be torn out and to be burnt. I don't know if there are people that want that to be done, those that say we shouldn't preach about sin. Because there's that verse, confess your sin one to another and pray for one another that you may be forgiven. Come to your father, father, I've stolen your money. I've taken some things that belong to you. Now, now your father or your parents will now wait. Have you finished with what you were saying? It will not be satisfactory to them. Ha, sir. 
It's not sufficient. You have to say, Dad, I took so much money out of your purse and I took that item and that item which belongs to you. Young people, that's why there are so many who are still in bondage to sin and have not been delivered because when they confess their sin, they just touch the hem of the garment, scratch the surface, they don't go deep. You say you're a Christian, you're a believer, but you've got bad dreams. Uh, and you don't overcome it. You always look at pornography. You don't overcome it. That anger that you have, you don't overcome. That lustful eye where you look with lust at women, it doesn't come to an end, as we've heard. And you say, well, it was the devil. Tell me what color is he? Did he come to you with a tail? Did you see the tail? What color is he? And then I say, you know, tell me, what size is he? Is he? Did he come to you like a little child? What size is he? Because you said that was the devil. Just explain to me, what did the devil look like when he came to you? Is he white or black? And then now all of a sudden, the person wonders, now what is he asking? That's how we were helped. And we were sort of worked like you work a piece of skin and where you uh, squeeze all the water out of something. That's what was done with us and eventually we understood and eventually we confessed our sin in the right manner and we were helped and Jesus came into our lives. And so when you experience that grace of the Lord Jesus, it teaches you to fear God and it teaches you to part from that sin, that that sin is eradicated in your life. How can you then go back to it? And a person may say, oh, it's so difficult for me to forgive that person. Person said, you know what? I taken my CV and submitted it to different places. Uh, they're applying for work. And then my sister went and said, no, you mustn't accept him. And he said, I've got a grudge against her. I can never forgive her. And then the person said, 
And they even told him, you know, we were going to accept you, but your sister said we shouldn't. And he said, you know, I've got such a, a grudge against her. And he was just telling me that in conversation and saying, you know, I would have been teaching there at that school, but because of my sister, I wasn't accepted. I hate her. And then I said to him, go and read in Mark 5, verses 25 and 26. Now in the Zulu, it's also in verse 26, but in English, it's not like that. I said, go and read there. What is the condition when you say, Lord, forgive us our sins? What is the condition to that forgiveness? And then I said, you know, would you want me to pray with you? This person doesn't attend church with us, is not, doesn't worship with us. And he said, yes, please pray with me because that grudge hasn't come to an end. And then he phoned me later. What I he said, that grudge is gone. And then I said to him, now I want to give you another verse. Go and read in Matthew 11, verse 24, where it says, if we ask and we believe, we have received. Oh, and he said, you know what? Mm. Through that verse that you read to me or you gave me, it's been answered because now I've been accepted as a school and I'm teaching. And and we've heard that we should pray, but you pray, and your prayer is not answered. Because you are still living with that sin which hasn't yet died in you. to die to sin. As we've heard, you need to die to sin. And if you haven't yet died to sin, you cannot compare yourself to that person who struck the head the head of the snake, and uh, where you don't even have to be scared of that snake because it's dead. The message that we have received. He didn't try to scare us with a dead snake. 
But what he was showing us was if that serpent is still alive in our lives, that snake, then we are in grave danger. Why should you as a man lust after women? What is it that causes it in you that you as a man would say, well, if my wife would pass away, then I'd like to get married to that person. While your wife is still alive, you've already Buried Maybe you as a girl, if the young men sing in the choir, then you look at them, you say, Oh wow, I wouldn't mind getting married to that one or that one, or maybe vice versa as a young man. You see the girls. If that's the case, you haven't died to sin. Oh, if my husband would just die, I would be free. I would be rid of a burden. And you've already buried your husband. You haven't died to sin. Cry out to God that he may deliver you. And we as children had to confess our sin concerning our parents because they hadn't yet got converted. They beat us and they ill-treated us and then we would say in our hearts, oh, I wish you would die. But after I'd got converted, I loved him and I wished for him that it would go well with him. And a person may maybe confess and say, oh, you know what? It just came to me that I don't like my father anymore. I don't love him. Why do you say you don't love him? Oh, I don't know. But you haven't said why. You haven't got rid of that root. You haven't said, well, it's because he beat me like that. That's why I hate him. And that's why you won't be delivered. And that's why Satan and his demons are let loose in your life and they rule in your life. Spiritually speaking, hit that snake on its head. Strike it on the head and make sure it's dead. And make sure it's dead. It's no longer moving. It won't get away again. 
Sizo, kwenyani, mama, baba. Hini sono mina sesabu usagimu. So tala, esone nguzikbenini. And look at your life. Young wife, young husband, man, woman, father, mother, child, whoever you may be. What is that sin that is still alive in me that I might get rid of it? Why shall I it's because you struck it on the tail. And then you say, you know what? If you feel it was wrong, I apologize for that which I've done. You don't see your sin. You say, well, if it has offended you, I feel, I, I, would like to apologize. That demon will grow up in your life. It will gain strength. And eventually it will make you do things that you could never imagine. Finally, God's word says, Fear the Lord Jehovah. And if a person continues doing that which is evil and wrong, that person has not yet feared God. And I want to put it straight. If you still commit sin, if you still look at your computer or your phone and you look at those pictures, you do not fear God. Pray and say, Oh Lord, create within me a fear for God, fear of God. And pray and say, oh God, grant me that when I confess my sin, I'll do it in such a way that I die to that sin. Because right now, I just beat about the bush and then that's, that sin rises up again in my life. It's not dead. Allow God, give him the freedom to work in your life. And if God convicts you of sin, then confess it and you'll see how God will help you. And Peter said, do not be like the dog who vomits and goes back to its vomit. Now time is troublesome. Time goes. You know, if it wasn't for that, we could continue listening to the word of God and the word of God being preached to us in heaven, there won't be that. We will never grow tired of hearing God speaking to us. 
unkulunkulu swansindisa ngangi nje ngangi satanisi nginje gingimoto phosa maringi moto igingike kodwa unkulunkulu wangisiza ngangi ngangibheme insanga unkulunkulu wangisiza idagamisa sengasizakala ngoba lo muntu kusho twakhipha ngishimpande yesona empilweni yakhe oh how wonderful isn't it to hear when people testify of how god has helped them how he has saved them and those that were involved in satanism how they've been delivered where before they would do certain things and cause cars to overturn and have accidents but where they've been set free from that and the person that used to smoke dakha that he says i've been set free because they got rid of the root of that sin i stand up shall we pray kulunkulu siyabonga oh god we thank you ukuthi siqonde ukuthi masifuna ukuphila ukuthi wena Jesu wayithumela indodana yakho ukuthi okholwa yiyo angabhubhi abe nokuphila okuphakatha that if we want to live that you o god have sent your only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life wayithumela ukuthi ngayo sikusindiswa abantu bonke ezizweni zonke nomhlaba wonke You sent him that people from all over the world from every language and every nation would be saved. Ukuthi inkulunkulu njoba sesiswile sesiswile ukuthi sohlale ezonweni ukuze kuvame umusana lithi Bible iqha nakanye. Lord we have heard this question posed should we continue in our sin that grace may abound and the reply from your word No never. Siyacela ke nkulunkulu ukuthi usifundise ukuthi sihambe kanjani endleleni yakho. Oh Lord God wouldn't you teach us how to walk on your way? Usuku nosuku. Day by day. Amen.